Hey. Hey. Welcome, everybody. To the special edition episode of Old and New Movie Review. Probably a continuation thing. Yes. We're, we're now a spinoff series. This is Old and New Movie Review Horror Edition. Yep. We're and here. we have a theme song. We do have a theme song. We do song. have a theme song. What's it's it? the Brian Show, and it's me. I'm Brian. It's the Brian Show, and I have lots of great guests. It's a work in progress. I can do it here because it's just me and Ash. <laughs> if everybody else was here, they would have booed me like five minutes ago and yeah, told me I couldn't have my own theme song. Yeah, I'll let them decide. <laughs> um, so it's the horror edition. Not the not mixing with the horror edition. It's the horror edition. Um, we have a horror edition. Yes. Is that, is that the home game? <laughs> that's the game. That's 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 the after dark. Yeah, the, the after dark. That's that the that's the after that's that's the after hours after the horror one is done. Is, is the horror power the horror one? Okay. So as you can tell, it's the two of us, Ash and Brian. Look at me. Groovy. Uh groovy. Um, and we decided to just do this because most of the other people don't like horror films, so we wanted to do our own. Of course, own it's really things. funny. They said they don't like horror. Like three of them watched all the. Movies we're gonna, first and second horror movies we're gonna do exactly. <laughs> Boom, so, but we don't like horror, so not to get too ahead of ourselves, we thought you know what would be fitting as a first horror film. You think we should go right in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, let, let's explain. Kind of, we're we're not gonna do the same like guidelines of old and new, which is a new release coming out, and so we can ties it in. We're at least for the first couple episodes, we're gonna stick to remakes. A lot of the reason is because the horror films out are within the rules that uh, yeah, Brian have, has we, put out. Yeah, we have rules. Um, unfortunately, I don't watch anything demonic or possession like Exorcist. I don't need. <laughs> I have a lot. I, I don't need to invite that negativity in. And there's things you can't unsee. And so we'll just leave it at that. Maybe I'll do that as an individual episode because I de- I definitely would love to talk about the Ouija versus Exorcist because there's a lot of similarities, not necessarily just because it's about demons. There's also very interesting rules that are put up, uh, put in Ouija that are very similar to the rules that are given in Exorcist. So it could, there's a lot of, there's a lot of similarities in there. Uh, if you want, if you do listen to the old new and you get this, uh, let me know if you want to hear more. If you want to hear more, like if you want to hear the demon, the demon stuff, I can do that as my own little thing or something. We can do it with this one, and I'll like add my two cents in for what I do know. But yeah. yeah, I won't watch Exorcist now. Okay. Everyone got sick in that movie. I'm not watching it. Everyone got sick. Yeah, when the movie came out in the '70s, everyone who saw it got sick, got violently uh... ill. Or at least this is where my mom told me, so I would never want to watch it when I was little. There was also the either, either way. <laughs> or, or they were so freaked out. Yeah. Um, there was also the things with the, with the actresses specifically with uh, you know, the set burned down mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, when, they, when bad things happen when you're making a movie, a horror movie about the devil, you need to stop and not finish that movie. The, a lot of the problem <laughs> was there was a lot of things they did on set that weren't necessarily. I wouldn't. I I was gonna say code, but that may not have the right word. They're not necessarily the right, the best practices. Okay. Like that. The, and on, along the lines, there's a remake we can do. Um, I don't make you know, and bad things happening on on set. Um, I I will do Poltergeist. Oh, okay, that's definitely because that the Pol- Poltergeist remake. I would love to have you see. Yeah. Because I've seen. I will. I, I don't know how how good I'll be with the the remake, but I saw the first one, the the first series of them, and I I don't mind that one. That's just. That one kind of freaks me out a little bit because everybody except Craig T. Nelson and Joe Beth Williams are dead. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing with that one. Um, but 
Yeah, with Poltergeist, that remake, there's a there's uh, specifically one thing in it that I found very fascinating compared to the original. I mean, it does follow the same similar formula, um, but anyways, we'll we'll save that. We'll for... save that, yeah, because we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay. So um, today, our movie and remake is The Evil Dead. Yes. In celebration of my cosplay and etc. as Ash, we decided to do Evil Dead and the Evil Dead remake. Um, we'll probably also talk about all facets of the Evil, Evil Dead, Dead universe. But I think, but I think the the most accurate would be the original and it. And we'll. Well, you can't that. talk about the original without going into the sequels. I mean, yeah, but the sequels they started to embrace something that was different than what the original was, right. and this is sort of following what that original was. Yes. So let's dive right into Evil Dead. What do you you want to start with the original or the remake? Uh, we can start with the original. Okay. What are your um, thoughts on the original? The original is that is you know it's a classic. Uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things that come from that that have become very much like the Standard. cliches, right? The cliches, the standards, and sometimes cliches aren't necessarily a bad thing. But there's a lot of if things. You, that... Cliches aren't a bad thing if you do them right, and you kind of sneak them in. To, to things and then people after a while go oh hey yeah they did use that cliche yeah. but um, if you smack them in the face with the cliche and then another one and then another one it gets a bit overdone um, one of the best things about I think the original Evil Dead I know in the original Evil Dead it was very taken seriously you know as in horror as a horror film yeah. yes and watching the original one you can tell it's this is a horror movie it's we're trying as, as as cheaply and as as low budget as we can which kind of gives a a nice uh, I don't know if campy is the right word, but a nice... It is campy. It is campy, but I don't know if that's the right word that, for what I'm trying to say. It gives it a nice... We'll, we'll use campy. A nice campy feel mm-hmm. that, you know... And, and, and a, you can tell when you watch the first one, a lot of love into the, went into this movie. It was, you know, a bunch of friends got together. Hey, as cheaply as we can, let's make this movie. And let's produce it. And let's get it out there. And Cabin in the Woods. That's that's the big thing that I like. Not necessarily the movie, but just in general, that idea of a bunch of kids going oh, to a yeah. cabin in the woods. I mean, that's where anything used... can happen. And you would think that it would go the other way, to a different rating. Bounce, bounce, bounce. But it goes into this other, which is one of the reasons I don't camp. And this is there's so many things that come from there's so many movies now that have like replicated that sort of scenario that this does. Yeah, you get um, an isolated group in in this place where no one can help them, and you know what are they going to do? More than likely, all of them are going to die. Um, one of the things in this movie that's my favorite part, and not even just this movie, but especially the second one, they really milked it a lot more, is that tracking shot that he created which is uh the tracking shot of when you're watching from the perspective of the quote-unquote entity where you're like the face of the entity going right, through the woods right. really quickly and then going into the cabin which in that second one they did a brilliant thing of going through one room turning next and they basically do like almost 360 degrees within that cabin with that tracking so- shot without showing anything right no cords no nothing it was and, very well shot and it was it was very well done and it's I guess in my mind, probably one of the first movies that did that, that made it a standard for different movies. Because you can yep. see that shot in a lot of different movies across a lot of different genres. Yep. And uh, actually, what interesting little point uh, I will, and I'm bringing everything. Ash vs. Evil Dead is the first time you ever see that entity in, in that state. You, in most of the time in the movies, you only see from that entity's perspective. Yeah, you never or actually see the entity brought to The you. possession of each character. 
or a skeleton or something random like that. Uh, as Army of Darkness, a deadite. Um, but in Ash vs. Evil Dead, they actually showed in a rear view mirror what it the looked like. coming after them, yes. That was... So I definitely recommend seeing that if you want something a little but more But we'll modern. get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to Ash vs. Evil Dead because there's a lot of things that, because of this new one, we've gotten Ash vs. Evil Dead. I kind of think we would have gotten it either way. I mean, I get it. I get they were doing the new one to see if they could do a, a series of films with the new one. But I think they would have done a seri- series of films with it and done the series. I don't think they would have been able to. I think because it would have been... that Because a pro- the property would have been still used by that company to create more films, they probably would have been very hesitant, a little bit... Less of wanting to do the Astro, but they could have they could have done the same thing Sony did, and you know we'll give you this we'll give you these characters because they didn't use Ash or any of the characters in the new Evil Dead. They just used True. the book. True. They didn't even call them Deadites. They just used the book. They didn't. If you notice, they they never used Demon or Kandarian. Yeah. Demon specifically. Yeah. They, they never used that. Pretty much, they just said thing. They didn't know what it. They never said what it was, if they identified it. Yeah. So it's not like. They couldn't have done both, yes. Because they never, they didn't, like you said, they didn't call them Kandarian demons. They didn't call them deadites. They didn't use Ash. They didn't tie it in to that world. It so it could have gone. Okay, we'll pay, we're paying for the book. You guys can pay. For, you know, you guys can use whatever things you want. But every time you bring up the book, we get five hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, so they could have done both. Probably. Um, but with that remake. Yeah, it's a completely different story. It's about a bunch of kids going in the woods, but not because they're breaking into a cabin to yeah. have a party. Yeah, they didn't go to have a good time. They went for an actual a, a nice thing to do, and it was, and it was. Yeah, it was, it was totally. It kind of makes the whole movie like, oh, that's just too bad. It it was about addiction, and I there's a lot of seriousness within that, and you know, withdrawal and trying you know detox, which um you know which made an interesting. An interesting sort of it, front in the sense that it, it gave reasons why yes, they could it, have done it. It gave a good reason why they couldn't leave. Because they said, you know, her estranged brother comes back after not seeing her for years. Her friends tell him, you know, we tried to detox her last year. And I'm assuming somewhere else. Or else they all would have been dead already. Yeah. Um, but they said, you know, we tried to detox her last year. She went back on it because we let her go. Uh she wants to leave no matter what she says don't let her leave which put up a good thing you know who's yeah, yeah if this detoxing drug addict comes at me and says there's demons running around and we need to leave yeah you really want to leave this place don't you I don't believe you but there's also the <laughs> idea that you know the psychosis that could come with it and they, especially if it, they've said that it kind of runs in the family right with the mother um, that's also another front in the sense that her behavior could come from that not you know not just the you know wanting to you getting out of there but just behavior wise right because a lot of that behavior you could identify as that psychosis and depending on what the drug of choice was and withdrawal that you know that could be a, like a lot of that a lot of those uh, withdrawal symptoms could be very realistic right which I thought was an interesting play on it um, but. It was an interesting play. It was a it was a good thing. It, you know, gave you a, a reason to stay instead of we're just not leaving. Mm-hmm. And but they never really brought it up after a while. That's true. But I guess what are you gonna what are you gonna do? You are in this area where things are going on. You're never gonna go. Oh, by the way, she's still detoxing. 
Um, so, yeah, so yeah, we're we're I guess we're completely on the remake. Um, so yeah, there's a lot more gore. This is there, like yeah. this is Evil Dead with a different director because Sam Raimi produced it, but he was not the director. He had and this they finally have the budget, right? The budget they would have had and to I, do what they wanted. Yeah, what like with the original content of. Sorry, brain bugs are calling me. All right, so yeah, like the original idea of the horror film Cabin in the Woods, um, a lot of that's in there, and that's, you know, it, it, it you know, it, it, having that. I'm tra- lost my train of thought because the phone. <laughs> Blame the phone. Um, you were talking about big budget and way to make it gorgeous. Oh yeah, so yeah, they're making that original concept, and the issue is that Evil Dead do a lot, a lot, a lot of people now especially is this campy funny thing especially because evil dead 2 and army of darkness added along to it because that original had that campiness to it that created of its own subgenre. Right. and we got to keep in mind the villain in this and they they kind of touched on it in this a little bit is very is, is a unique character that villain because a lot of times you know there's the possession which you know is in there there's zombies. It's kind of a, a mix between them, but it's not really... Are we the... using the Z word? I'm just kidding. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but the, the there's a lot of... This 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 creature is very... is it, I'm not going to say very, because there's no such thing as very unique. Um, is, this creature is unique in the sense that, you know, it teases you. It's a, it's a larger entity that can do multiple people at the same time. It has a sense of humor. Yeah, and that's that. They did have that in the movie somewhat, not as much as we're used. Not yeah, as much they used they had to, it but. a little bit, but they didn't have it as like you said as much as we used to. And I think one of the reasons this didn't do as well is because a lot of people going to see it wanted the big budget horror, but they wanted the Evil Dead campiness and the Evil Dead lightness that you can get from it, and that's why you know that's why Cabin in the Woods blew everybody away because. It had your horror movie, it had your scariness, and it had your campiness and your fun, and you know that it tied them both together really well. And it's like that's what this movie tried to do, but it lost it like at the beginning. You know what? I wanna, I wanna, I might wanna come back to this episode at some point, um, because keep in mind, uh, Brian and I are very much on this on the Evil Dead, Ash vs Evil Dead specifically bandwagon oh, in yeah. the sense of the campiness and etc i would love to find someone who doesn't either like either doesn't like evil dead or doesn't really know evil dead that much but loves horror and wonder what they would think of that what they would think of the with the think of the the, the new more one. the more gory horror instead of the yeah funny horror which um keep in mind uh so if you're out there give us same email same same everything from uh Regular old and new. Drop us a line and give us your ear. Old new movie. Old new movie review. At gmail. At gmail.com. Or Facebook page. Old or, the letter N new movie review. Yep. And like us. We're having contests. Nobody entered, so everyone wins. Yep. <laughs> uh, so back to this. Back to this. Um, just keep in mind, I I enjoy this remake. Uh, of course, we both we both love the original, but we I enjoyed this remake for a bunch of different reasons. Uh. But I have my reasons where, like, because if if you change certain things, I could I, like I I I haven't even told Brian this at all yet. I have certain things with this movie that I thought of, and even I even added to it recently, um, because rewatching this movie that would have made this movie a lot better. 
Such as? Such as. Um, get rid of the beginning part. Yeah, that, the, that made no sense. It did not they never need went it. back to it. It did not need that at all. They did not need that beginning era. Like, literally, we turned on the movie and we're like, are we in the middle of a movie for some reason? Because I forgot about that beginning part. Because it's And the only needed. reason I could think they, they could need, it, need the beginning is if you're an Evil Dead fan and you kind of figure out you're not in the beginning, the, the middle of the movie, you are actually at the beginning, you realize it's Annie and her father, Dr. I read the book accidentally. Um, yeah, And, and yeah, he's yeah. got people and he's trying to, to save her soul. It never went back to that. And everyone back to that. Because uh, except... it wasn't because it wasn't their cabin they broke into. They had keys. It was their own cabin, and somebody broke into it, and they never touched on that. There was also the uh, the the only the only way they touched on it was it was even close. And I wonder if there's some sort of script that's out there for this that was changed significantly, mm-hmm. because if you notice near the end of the credits, the tapes are playing. The tapes are playing. Yes. Um, that I think is a very telling sign of something. Um, but anyways, uh, the changes would be getting rid of that beginning part. That was the recent change that yeah. I'm like, you don't need that beginning part. It's, you know, I, I, I didn't was even th- remember I was it. thinking that too, when, even before you brought this up, that, that it probably would have been to me, maybe not a much better movie, but a less confusing movie if it didn't have the beginning. Yes. Um, now for the other, the other big change that I thought would have, made this movie more interesting and like, oh my God, I want to see another one because they didn't really give you that. Um, at the end of the credits, after the tapes, uh, you remember, if you sat through the credits, there's a silhouette of Bruce Campbell. So Bruce Campbell must have signed off on this movie-ish, um, at least for the money. Or at least we'll give you $150,000 if you say groovy. If you <laughs> do the silhouette and say groovy. Um, but I thought of a way better way to do that cameo. Um that would have made it more interesting and be like, holy crap, this is not a... It's either do this or take away the Evil Dead name. It's one of those two. If you take away the Evil Dead name and make it hints of Evil Dead and make it publicly known that it's sort of like an homage to Evil Dead, would have been, I think, a lot better they would have to had relate a, it. They, they would have had to cut a bunch of stuff back. Yes. Because since they did do Evil... Call it Evil Dead, um, they, they kind of hit you over the head with it. Yes. And they would have had to dial some stuff back because just changing the name as it and release it as it is, everyone who saw Evil Dead is going to go, oh, this is Evil Dead. Yeah. This is not, this, um, it, it, we it, go to a cabin and get butchered. This is Evil Dead. But part of part of the hurt of it, part of why it, hurt, why it hurt itself was because I think that name and that brand and that's Definitely. why we're associating. But anyways, that end part, if you want to make it Evil Dead, if we're you know keeping the name and et cetera, one slight change I would have made. And I did that. I said this literally after I walked out of the theater when I saw it. Is have the creature maybe start to come out of the ground again, after the credits, have that normal you know creature thing, the stereotypical oh my god the creature's still, still alive, alive right? But then have a boot come down and smack it down to the ground, fade to uh, fade to black, and then groovy, which would have suggested ashes in this world. This is the same world we left. This is the same. Yeah, sort of he, thing. He knows about it, and his bat signal went off, and he knew to come to the cabin. Yes, or like this is him just getting back into you know this normal time, or yeah, yeah, his bat signal went off. Is another thing, and then you could have tied that into Ash vs Evil Dead. That would yeah. you know totally would have worked. I mean, I saw I saw what they were trying to do. Um, they were trying to make a a badass female character for the times we are now, and Jane Levy did a great job. She would have been a great badass character if they kept continuing. If she did a better movie and. There was through this whole movie, I kept saying red flag, red flag, because <laughs> there are several times 
they tell they they're warning these kids not to do this. Um, they find the book. Someone broke in and left this mysterious book wrapped in pla- wrapped in a garbage bag, tied in barbed wire. Red flag. Let's not touch this book that somebody left. And obviously, this ritualist ritualistic thing, they, ritual thing they were doing in our basement with all these dead animals. Let's leave it alone. Of course, there's somebody who's an idiot and thought, you know, I really want to see what this is. Cuts the barbed wire off the book. First page. Don't read this book. He opens the book further. Don't read this incantation. He figures out the incantation and reads the incantation. I mean, how many times do we have to hit this guy over the head with warnings before he finally, halfway through, goes, Oh, you know what? My bad. I opened this book and released this demon. Uh, another problem I have, <laughs> there's another thing that's a difference between both of them, kind of contrasting. Um, one of the things was it tended to surround, in the original, it surrounded Ash. Ash was the one that continued to investigate the book. Yeah. Um, in, in this one, I mean, the book, the, the book was, it was only brought up with the flashes and, but then the friend is the one going through it and it's the friend's fault. Right. So, but the problem is it didn't center around the friend. It wasn't centered around was, any one yeah, character. Yeah, it wasn't really centered around anybody. It was, uh, we read this book, this demon's going off. And another problem I had with it was the book kept going, okay, look, look at this page, someone's cutting their face off. And then that's exactly what happens next. Oh, look at this page, this is happening. And they did that. Oh, look at this, now we're following this thing. If you want to freak your audience out, don't draw them a map to all your scares. Well, you could, oh my God, what you could do is just have that reading of the incantation and the book. Then you don't need the book at all until right. like right at the end. Till they, till the guy kind of realizes, goes, "Hey, this looks familiar." Flips through the book and shows another character. Oh look! Oh my God! This is just what she did. This is what we're doing. So let's flip through this now. I accidentally did this. My bad. Let's flip through this and see what we can do to stop it. And then, so you had an interesting thing on the book on um, while you're watching the movie. You see, after a certain number of characters died, it said in the beginning that they the the demon needed five souls to come forward. It, you know, he needed to take five souls for... That was his big goal. I don't know yeah. what, what it would have done. And then at the end, after the brother blew up the cabin, he said, oh, well, there's five because technically the sister died. That is, so, <laughs> that is so off to me because, okay, if you look at it, the demon needs to take five souls. He possessed three people. He didn't possess five. He possessed three but they didn't say necessarily possess but it said take so so okay death well animals have souls they killed the dog the other friend the other friend then the sister then the brother and the other friend that's six people died the demon could have come back way before they blew the cabin up maybe there's something with dogs because all dogs go to heaven all dogs go to heaven you know that (laughs) so so the dog has the free pass Fine. And the dog was a tragic victim. Yes. The collateral damage. And then, <laughs> just to show some psychosis. But um, maybe it's because, I think what the movie was trying to say was, even if, that she died and then he brought her back to life, the demon technically had the stole, that it was still the control. But then it still could have come back before, because it still had its fifth soul. What do you well, mean? Well, I guess it was five of them there. So. Yeah, there's five total, so it would not. And saying that's the one that they was trying to do, but it wasn't really... 
conveying it, I guess, the right See, in my way. mind, when it said it needed to take five souls and it possessed different people, that that's what it needed to do, was it needed to possess them and get their body. Mm-hmm. And, that, and thus, it took its soul. Yeah. Did... But since it only got to four out of the five, that... And then plus, got out of the four of the five in the crappy beginning that they had, they t- they said, you know, you do this ritual, you give their soul back. He did one of the rituals, he buried his sister alive, got her soul back, she came back. Okay, he's now down another soul, if you yeah. look at it that way. Yep. So he possessed the friend. Well, he burned the friend alive, which is another way to give their soul back. Why, you know, why did the, it didn't make sense that the demon came no matter which way you look at it. Yeah. Um, because he lost souls either way. Another another difference between the two is um, the original had a lot of homages to other to different horror movies, horror movies. And, and movies. even in uh, that, like even other horror movies homaged it, right? As because specific, specifically, specifically, <laughs> uh, what was it, John Carpenter? I believe. I, I believe it was John Carpenter. Uh, had like like in Halloween was watching Evil Dead, right? Um, I know not necessarily John Carpenter, but uh, in in Evil Dead, on the wall, it was there's the, the glove, the glove that, but that's the Nightmare on Elm Street glove. Street. Because they're you know they they were all friends at that time. I don't remember besides maybe the machete being Jason, because the creature was using the machete to bash bash through the wall, right? To try to get to the girl. That would have been the only homage in this. Yeah, and they, that it might, it might have been better if they had a little more homages rather right. than just the gore and the the trying to get realistic i guess you could say but it just the it fell short to me and i'm bringing back up the cliches it hits you in the face oh yeah with every every cliche in the book from the second they walked into the cabin yep i mean and it was and it wasn't even it wasn't subtle it was boom 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 right there and it didn't need to be they didn't do much in the basement no, they went in the basement, saw that there was a bunch of dead animals and the book, and then left. Then they were fighting about uh, on the stairs area. Yeah. They weren't really doing much in the basement either. Yeah. Basement wasn't really much. So, I mean, it was like they were trying to make Evil Dead, but then they were trying to make it its own, and it didn't know what it was. Yep. So, yeah. But, keeping up with the campiness of Evil Dead and the Evil, Evil Dead franchise, I have to bring this up because we're in our podcast and it's me. Evil Dead, the musical. Oh, God. Yes. That, that is... I, I know I'm probably <laughs> in the in the uh, minority here, but that was one of my favorite of the Evil Dead world, is Evil Dead the musical. Yep. It is incredible. I literally, even watching the remake again with Brian, we, I, I made the joke. We started plugging the songs in where we thought they would go. <laughs> well, obviously, after that tragic beginning, it's like you see the car going by, I have to do what they did in the musical. <laughs> Cabin in the, the woods, woods you, ha- you have to, you have to, because that beginning was just so dark. Dark and... Who, who were those random guys looking? Yeah. There were like a bunch of random guys just staring at them. Yeah, going, there was, like, there, what there is- was some, some, I'm going to call her a quote-unquote witch, there that knew the book and knew what to do. And then there was just a bunch of people there that were, you know, looked weird and uh, backwoodsy, I guess. They even, she even said, who are those people? And he go, the father goes, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> so the, I, it's like, did the father sell tickets to the daughter's exorcism or something? It was, it maybe, was weird. Maybe if the witch person was in it or those cre- people were in it or something, 
to emphasize right if they would have when they when they got there somebody would have stumbled across it and said oh no you guys don't want to be here and would have been one of the guys because according to the timeline they give you in the movie it almost just happened yeah I mean it wasn't like this was 50 years ago or this was 20 years ago this was like a month ago, tops. Yeah, because they, they said they could still smell the burnt hair. Yeah, they could smell the burnt hair. They could smell the dead bodies. They could smell all that stuff. So it Oh wasn't... my god, I just thought of the... I got a solution. Okay. Uh, uh, delete that beginning. You know, or no, no, don't delete it. Don't delete it. You save it. You, you put it on the side here. Okay. You put it on the side. You um, change my ending. It'd be really cool. Um, <laughs> I mean, you don't even need that. But anyways. You just want the cool ending in there. Yeah, I love that cool ending that I thought of. Um, anyways, you, uh, you know, you play the movie as is, blah, blah, blah. At the end, you play the tapes, you play the tapes, maybe play that (coughs) clip, maybe not, but then create a sequel where that thing is the first thing you see, then go, let's recap what happened. And then at the end, the witch walks out and goes, you brought it back! (laughs) But... Or something like that. I was gonna say, it, that it, would, it wouldn't really. It still doesn't make sense. But it would have made more sense if you make that into a second film. If you if you put that into a second, because it almost sounds like. But then you're second film. But 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 you're bringing in the, these characters that you haven't met yet. I mean, all of us, in, all of us in the franchise know who it's supposed to be. Um, you could have done it that way, and then done the sequel as a prequel. Yes. Not start with that. Start with, um. The doctor on an excavation finding the book. Hmm. Then have him back at the. Then have him somehow wandering in the backwoods and f- lost or chased or whatever, finding this cabin, breaking in. Um, he has his daughter with him because, in several other things, she's his assistant. Yes. Um, in this one, they they brought the mother in, the character of the mother that sh- the daughter killed her when she was in her possessed state. Um, have the father say, "Hey, you know." We're stranded at this place. We had to break in because there was a storm, whatever the reason. Then have the mother come join them. So far, nothing's happened because the father hasn't opened the book. He gets the, you know, have the book called to him, you know, whatever, that that thing. He starts opening it. He starts reading it. He realizes what he's done. He's now got to fight this demon. The demon takes over his daughter. Uh, He finds the backwoods people come. They bring him to this witch who's known about this uh, different demons and different things like that. She can translate the book. She finds the end passage. She figures out what to do. There you go. There's your sequel. The the book did not call them. There was no supernatural thing leading up to it. They they went and this they let they. This is why another thing I think they shouldn't have done Evil Dead. They should have taken the story and done something different. Um, because the book doesn't call. The book doesn't talk. Yeah. How they got down well, there was not, because, not, oh, I smell, I smell not, animals. Not necessarily talking, you know, or saying, hey, come here and read me. Just, you know, that feeling you get that you need to go do something. Or the door bursts open. There's some, there's, there was stuff in the original, you know, there was stuff in the original that was calling to them. Right. But in this, it was like, I, like she had an oversensitive nose because of her uh, detox. And she was like, I smell this dead carcass thing. And they're like, you're crazy. And then. They're, like the dog find, starts smelling it. The dog it. finds it. Well, and not and not necessarily, you know, the way they got down down to the basement. I'm just saying, you know, if you were gonna do um, a sequel as a pre, uh, a prequel as a sequel, then that's how you could tie in the the calling is have the doctor 
need to be looking at this book. Something's making him want to yeah. do this. But I mean, like, even with this one, they could have done that. They too. could have done that too, and they did. Uh, well, the book doesn't that, burn. The book they, doesn't burn. It, it, they could have had that if they made made more of a, a of attempt, because then maybe that would have been the excuse of why the friend kept ignoring all the warnings and ignoring all the things because he he felt yeah that he felt an urge to to do this and you know read the, me yeah. open me up open me up open me that's up. what she read said my passage read my passages they had tree rape in it though they it had did tree it rape. did have tree rape and oh my god did it have tree rape oh my god that was very violent yeah it wasn't just in the first one where the tree branches grab her and beat her and in your imagination you know what they're doing oh no this went full on tree Yep, it went full on tree. But it wasn't even just the tree, there was the figure. Yeah. Because it was also the girl figure from the beginning who Yeah, I mean and what was throughout that what, tree thing that went up there. And, and I I'm assuming it's the girl who was possessed and burned alive, but they never said that. And then they had her throughout drawings of the book. So was it her or was it some other entity? Yeah, that's that was a little There's a lot of plot holes. There's a lot of plot holes you could drive drive semis through. Look, it, it you could see the movie if you want. It's an interesting education on I someone would, trying to I would to see it, it just to see it. Um, and then clear your palate by going out, finding Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yes. And then you'll be like, yay, I got my Evil Dead fix. Yeah, you're Evil, you're evil Dead. You're, you're not watching this for your Evil Dead fix. You're watching this because they made a, made a remake of a movie you loved and you wanted to see if it was any good. Don't go in thinking it's going to be any good. Yeah. There is no Ash. There is no character like that. In any way, shape, or form, in yeah. this, not even the ma- the girl. The girl was, I mean, technically, the girl became sort of a mixture of Ash and, uh, at the end, Ash, Ash and Zena. Uh... No, I wasn't gonna say Zena. <laughs> no, I was saying in the original. Right. Linda. Linda. No, not, not Linda. Linda. Linda sister. Gets, yeah. Who was the sister? <sighs> Jesus, I'm losing my Shush, mind. God, stop! It's like right there. It's on the tip of my tongue, and then you talk and ruin it. Damn it. <laughs> um, I want to say it begins with a J, but I don't think that's right. Linda Scotty. <laughs> I can think of well, you are my kid's sister. I can't think of any. I'm gonna have to look it up. Ah, jeez. Uh, Anyways, so yeah, the sister is the th- is the is the person that's normally possessed. And when I mean, the sister was possessed in this, but she was possessed. And but she, the character she got better. Became, the, she got better. She got better. She got better. But they made it. They made it more of the first possession, or the is the main possession is like the the creatures within that body, and the other possessions are just on top, of like it. fingers. Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl. Um, the other possessions are just fingers. But the problem is with this one. I mean, so the problem with that is, is like the original is just the entity is there is just there and possessions are just doesn't matter who's being possessed they're all just being possessed even ash got possessed once and then came out of it he got better he got better um they had the glass they had the magnifying glass they didn't need that yeah and it wasn't a see and it would make more sense to me as if okay this person's possessed we killed them we hurt them we stopped them we did something to stop the demon then it jumped into another person then that person's possessed i mean it didn't bother me quote unquote that it could possess several people at once because it is this great, great big entity. It's just it didn't make. 
Because it didn't make sense to me. I mean, okay, it needs five. Needs to take five shows. Possess all five of them at once. What are you waiting for? I was gonna say in the original, like you know, the possession thing was always up in the air of who who they can possess. Right. I thought. I, I thought we never got a reason on why they could only possess one a couple at a time when it needs so many, or why it didn't get this person as opposed to getting this person. You know, it, the, the the thing is, it didn't make sense in this one because the the motives and the feeling of the demon wasn't as humorous as because it was kind of the same, but like in the original, it was obvious that the demon was fucking with them. It was it was it was all about fucking with the both of them. It wasn't necessarily oh, we about We say the fuck word in this one too, by yes. the way. Yes. But like but like the it, like when the girl when the first possession happens uh in this one it was like we're all go- you're all going to die tonight. And in then the, she passed out. And then she passed out. In the original she starts floating and goes, "You all are going to die tonight." Aah! And then die. And in the fact that there was a lot of humor in that because the demon kept fucking with them, it was all about yeah. teasing them. But I mean, like, I'm gonna, gonna get you. That that's great too, and I liked that. I liked the campiness of it. I liked the ha ha ha. You can't get away. Um, but it didn't have that sh- much. In the new it one. didn't have it in the new one. But show me in either one of them why it can't do something. If this demon's goal is to get five people, and I can possess, I I possess this person, I possess this person, I possess this. Why can't I get all of you at once? That's another. That's probably one of the bigger problems, also with the original, with the new one. The new one had a goal. The monster had a it had goal. A goal. It had to get five. In people. this one, in the original, there was no goal. Yeah, that was, was one of the scary and that things. Was, and that was, and that's, I think, what made the movie for you is that you're dealing with this demon entity that can possess your friends and can't possess you. That once you kill your friend, the demon's still out there. Yeah. You haven't stopped it. You've just killed your friend, and it's got no rhyme or reason to it. It just wants to mess with you. Yeah. Because you're here. And when you die or you fail, what's going to happen to the demon? Well, it's just going to wait there for the next person. Because until you figure out the way to stop it, there is no way to stop it. And it has no end goal for you to block. And I think that, that Nash versus Evil Dead, I keep coming back to this, they definitely do a great job at showing that. Even though they're kind of like world domination-ish, it's there's definitely a feeling of, uh, you know, it's screwing. It's, yeah. it's all about oh, no, screwing they ball the, around. The Ash vs. the Evil Dead kept the Evil Dead spirit alive. Um, Even evil Dead spirit of the movie, not Evil Dead spirit, the evil entity. Um, because And it is giving it a reason. Mm-hmm. It's giving it it a reason. It needs to do... It, it needs to stop Ash who's stopping him because it wants to possess everyone and take over the world. But like- And it's doing a great job of saying there's all these other demons and all these other entities trapped in the other side that you can release from the book. <laughs> I was literally just about to say that. They each have a way to be stopped that's in the book. Yes. And it's once you stop them, they're gone. This demon's gone. It's not coming back. Yeah, the book the book is more. The book rather than being the book of the Kandarian demon and the oops, it, we should the, the don't read me book. The don't read me book Kandarian demon book. It in even in this is even even the move the original movies did this where it was like the one demon in this book, it's the Necronomicon, and from folklore, the Necronomicon should have like a thousands, recipe book yeah. of thousands of different demons or end of the world stuff. And that's it, what it has in the, in the series. Yeah, in the series, it's amazing. This has become an advertisement for the series. <laughs> oh my god! Buy stars. You can watch the movies. Hey, 
Stars executives, if you're listening to us, we want to cut back, a kickback. We want a kickback, or we no. You know what we want? We'll, we'll do it. At, we, we, you know what we want? Season one. We don't on we, DVD. No, I was gonna say even, even cameos, for, cameos in the show. That'd be great. No, I was just gonna say either even even if it's just a skyped interview or a recording, but Bruce Campbell saying I saying something like that he listens to us. Yes, he listens, or or even like as a joke, and he could be completely lying. But uh, or like or either listening to us or say listen to the old new movie review horror, horror edition. Horror what the hell am I being paid for? Yeah, <laughs> just just some something like that. So, some smart ass Bruce Campbell thing, and I know he's not gonna remember this, but we met, so he should do it just for that alone. But, <laughs> but so we we will. So that's what Ash wants. Ash wants Bruce Campbell soundbite. Yes, I want a Bruce Campbell soundbite. A copy of season one and season two on dvd and then we then we'll be good i won't be too greedy even if the sound bite is hey guys I've listen to <laughs> or hey guys listen to Who insert insert show here <laughs> even if it's that or what you know like what what, what are you paying me thank you for the 50 bucks at the end or whatever it is I think it'd be great if he said, said, hey guys, Bruce Campbell, listen to, what was the name of it again? And then have somebody else say it. Yes. And then him say, thank you, where's my money? <laughs> yes, exactly. That, would, that yeah. would be good. We just even wrote it for you. All you have to do is just add Bruce Campbell into that. And then we're, we're good, stars, because we're telling everybody how awesome Evil Dead is. So we, we digress. As he's partying in Jacksonville, right? Oh wait, that's Ash. That's not Bruce Campbell. Yeah. At Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> no, is he in Jacksonville? Yeah, Jacksonville, Florida was, Jacksonville? was the place he wanted to go. I, I know, to I know that's where he wanted to go. We we're, we're behind on season two, so no, we didn't even start. Uh, I didn't even start season two. No, yeah, Remember? that's why they, we're behind because we haven't started watching it. Oh yet. yeah, but they they made the negotiation of <laughs> yeah. That, another, you know, they he, made the I want to go to Jacksonville, of, Florida, and that is the best way that you're going to get rid of this kind of hero. And I wouldn't really call him a hero, and I wouldn't call him an anti-hero. He's a dick. He's yeah. He's a dick. I mean, I mean, he's supposed to be the, the protagonist of this series, and he's awesome because he only cares about himself. This, he's not doing it to help anybody else. This 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 is a very interesting effect that I've I've sort of realized at least in now two things: um, this show and a different movie series. But it's not the exact same thing. But there's a similar thing where a character is out of place in the world he's in. The world Ash is in is this horror film, like serious thing, but yet he's a complete dick and doesn't care. He's he's a he's a, he's like he's a, he's a comedy he, screwball. Right. He's not your typical um, hero because, he, or your typical noble hero because noble heroes do it to help the person and do it because it's the right thing to do. Ash is doing it because what's in it for me? Yes, which is not necessarily something we really are used to. Um, it's something. It's a similar equation that I do with the Jack Reacher series. And I know, I know, he doesn't like Brian doesn't like Jack Reacher, no. but it's in my opinion how Jack. Re- I think we're going to talk about that one. We'll have to save it for the other podcast. Yes, I, I just wanted to say that basically why I brought that up Go is on. because the world of Jack Reacher is very much a cliche action film world, but with a real soldier in the middle. Yeah. That's the idea that the character's almost not even really necessarily misplaced, but he's like he's not he's not the he's character not we're used to. Yeah, he's not the character you're used to. I'll he's, give you that. Like at least in that one, he's the more realistic, responding person. Yeah. In this, in Ash vs Evil Dead, he's he's not the hero you're expecting. He's the hero you deserve. <laughs> yeah. so he's the hero you got. Yeah. <laughs> just... Exactly. And uh, Ash vs Evil Dead, it, it's not just Bruce Campbell that makes it. I love. Um, 
I can't think of his name. The sidekick. Oh, uh, God. I love that kid, too. He was in Raising Hope, but one of the best shows that got canceled too soon. Xena Warrior Princess is good, too. Yeah. Lucy Lawless is good, too. I gotta see what's going on with her with uh, season two. Oh, yeah. I need to see it, too. I mean, they did that negotiation thing. Yeah. And she's now... Spoilers. It's, it's, yeah, it's... Okay. Uh, Pablo. Pablo. I love Pablo. Who's played by... Ray Santiago. Ray Santiago. Who's first build on uh, IMDb? Yep, other than Bruce Campbell. That is weird. I maybe a better negotiator, I guess. <laughs> nah, it's probably just they listed him first as hired for it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he signed on first. I mean, you can't go alphabetical order because Campbell comes before Santiago. Yeah, and, and Bruce comes before Ray, so... so. <laughs> maybe... It could go age-wise. Maybe it was younger or the two men. You know, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> but I don't I, know. Pablo, Pablo in the show is... He's a scene stealer. He's really good. Yes. You know, um, if you listen to other other ones, you can kind of... Other podcasts of ours, you can kind of listen to um, how we say this person's a higher caliber and you need to get up there. Everyone in Ash vs. Evil Dead, to me, is on the same same level. Yes. There are scene sealers and they're doing a good show, a good a good character and a good thing, but then another character comes in and they're right up there on their level bringing the show back to them. Yeah. But yeah, but, but Ash is still the same exact character he oh, used yeah. to. He's, he's, I mean, I mean he's, he's grown. Worse. He's worse. He's, he's, even... he's worse, yeah. He's, 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 he's grown as an ass, but... Yeah, he's grown as an ass since Army of Darkness. Because I, I wouldn't even compare him in the Evil Dead, because Evil Dead, he wasn't, like, especially the first one, he wasn't an ass. He was just... An actual character, hero character. Second one, you starting to become insane. Army of da- Darkness, he's a screwball, and then now he's just gone off the deep. Yeah, well, yeah, because Army of Darkness, he he gets sucked back in time into this war that he didn't do. Now he's got three factions he's got to stuck on. Theoretically, they have not, <clears throat> they have not yet confirmed Army of Darkness being canon. Yeah. In the show, yet. Not in the show, because they haven't said how he got back. Yeah, they didn't even say he went back in time. Yeah. They've only, but they've shown stuff um, from the I was going to say, one. they've shown stuff that they, I, I have to rewatch it just to make sure, but I, I thought for sure Pablo said something about it. Did he? I thought he said something that he, um, that, that he heard the, about a, a man falling from the sky that stopped it before. Hmm. I thought he said something about it in one of the other ones and compared, before he started calling Bruce Campbell Hefe, that he... Compare, compared the, the likeness to the, to the guy to to Ash. Yeah, I'll have to watch that season again. So I have to watch it to double check, but I, I thought for sure he said something about it. Which would be cool. And then brought him back into his culture and said, you know, and you're the you're the Hefe, you're the, the demon fighter. Mm-hmm. Or it was his culture that he saw. But somewhere, I, I swear to God, he, he brought it up. I'll have to. Well, I'll, I'll have to look, at, look into that again. You listeners, rot, watch that show. Give it some support. If you can, I know stars expensive. I'm sure you'll find your ways of watching it. There's you, don't it's judge. There. There's way to, there's way to there's ways to watch it. Um, season one's on Hulu and Netflix, isn't it? Is it? I thought I don't know. I thought something like that. The DVD, I I pretty sure has been released. Buy the DVD. Yeah. Go old school. Watch if, a disc. If you love the Evil Dead the movies and speci- specifically Army of Darkness. If you loved Army of Darkness, maybe that's like one of your top films or something. 
You go ahead and buy blind Ash vs. Evil Dead. You yeah. don't even need to pre-watch it. You you can buy it blind. It's the same exact thing, but, you know, modern day. It's... You, you won't be hugely disappointed. Tell me if you are. Send me an email if you are, and I will apologize. <laughs> I will not give you your money back. I apologize. Yeah, we will... We will okay, if, if you find it or buy it or whatever you do, and... um. If you, if you disagree with us on Ash versus the Evil Dead, that it's not right up there with Army of Darkness and it's not um, a great show, we will send it, send us your name in your email with us. Be kind in your email to us. Yes. And we will personally apologize to you on our next podcast. Yes. Or, you know, the one we get after we get your email. It is not on Hulu. Let me check Netflix. It is not on Netflix, at least streaming. All right. I'm sure you'll find a way. You can, yeah. You can. Tucker and Dale versus Evil's there, though. Oh, That's my God. That's a great God. movie, too. And then they're supposed to do a sequel. Yes, I can't wait. I would love a sequel. You're half hillbilly. You're half hillbilly. That, so, I, I did a good review on that on Facebook. That's a great movie. So that's a couple recommendations from this side. If you like horror films, especially humorous horror films. My that, big recommendation, if you're, you're a fan of... Of Evil Dead and Ash vs. Evil Dead and Army of Darkness, watch Cabin in the Woods. Yes, um, Cabin in the Woods has a is a great twist on a classic horror movie. It is a great it is a great twist in a classic horror movie. It has two levels to it, and I love the idea that there's two levels to it. Yeah, both, both, uh, both metaphorically and, and physically. And this is also another one that that has the horror cliches in it. And it's A, not slapping you in the face with them, and B, making fun of themselves after they do the cliche. I was going to say, they're slapping you in the face with them. They're subtle about it, but then after, you know, the cliche sneaks by you, they make fun of the fact that they just did this cliche, and haha, probably you didn't notice. Or some of them are slapped in the face. Some of them, but not... But but they... but not to the extent that, that but it, Evil but Dead sla- did. I was gonna say sla- there's a difference between slap in the face for what Evil Dead did, which was the cliche, or what Cabin in the Woods did, where they slap you in the face, but they're showing the hand. They're yeah. not. They're not just. They're not just hitting you with the. the they're cliche. telling they're showing you why. You the, the the hand that's gonna hit you. They show you the hand and they show you what is happening to create that cliche. Right. Which is very interesting commentary, um, on that. Yeah. So those are some recommendations from Old New Movie Review. And our uh, next one, tune in. Our next one is the original and remake of Fright Night. Yes, um, I had not seen either, and I just watched the remake last yesterday, night. last night. And then we're gonna have to uh, show him the 1980s, which I saw. Yes, I saw them both. Fright Night. We'll talk about when we get there. But it was uh, probably my my jump in that and Lost Boys was my jump into vampires. Oh, I love vampires. That was your jump in the vampires? Probably. Okay, you gotta got understand. 84, 85 when Friday came out, I was almost 10. That's true. So, what, what, did I, what was my jump off point for vampires? I don't even know. And in fact, I actually remember when I, was, I first saw Evil Dead. I was at my, my Aunt Joyce's house with my cousins, um, Nikki and Eric, and uh, my late cousin, Polly. And they had their friends over, and they were watching Evil Dead, and I was, I would probably, I probably was nine or ten, and we were supposed to spend the night, and they had it on at nighttime. Of course, that's the way you do it. That's where that's lights off, 
and I came out to the trees raped me and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Uh, this is not not the 10 year old movie I'm watching. I don't even. But then I watched it later, so. Evil Dead I watched relatively within the last six years. It was the first time I watched it and I can't believe I had it in a void in my life this long. Um, keep in mind, when I grew up, I was in a very <laughs> sheltered sort of world. I didn't have as much exposure. Me too. Growing I'm... up in a... I, I can't even call it a small town because it's not a small town. It was a little city, big town, kind but of kind of thing. Well, I grew up here and, you know, yeah, I say my cousins. I was spent the night one time. That was the one time. Um, but my, my parents never watched horror movies. They, they hardly watch movies I watch. So I didn't get a big exposure when I was younger. I I tended to watch before I before I moved to Phoenix. Uh, like the, the like, like I I owned a lot of horror films, but not not and, not something like Evil Dead, which I've you know diving well, into that has been really big. But in, like yeah, in in fact, the first one I saw from the Evil Dead series was actually Army of Darkness. I... Full full way through because I saw the previous one. I'm like, oh, this looks really funny and really scary. It looks really good. I'm gonna watch it. And I worked at a video store at the time. Look it up, kids. And um. I rented it, and I was up at like I got got off at like ten. I'm up to three o'clock in the morning watching this, and I'm like, "This looks like that other movie. This has bits and pieces." Because it, Evil Dead just or Army of Darkness just says Army of Darkness. Yeah. Now it came back out Ash versus Army of Darkness. Yes. It was the re-release, but so I'm watching. It, I'm like, "This looks like that movie I saw that one time." And then I had to go back and watch Evil Dead, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, it is. It's all this stuff." Mm-hmm. But yeah, but you watch them out of order. It's fine. You yeah. can skip two altogether. Skip uh, one or two altogether because they're pretty much the same movie. They're pretty, well, yeah, a little bit. Um, I love two. I do love two. Um, I love I, I. Two has its own is the starting of when they're realizing what the genre they're creating. Yeah. Well, I just love how um, there's different characters in one, different characters in two, except for Ash and Linda, and in the third one it's just Ash and Linda go up to the cabin. No, actually, no, no, no. No, in Ash in Ash in Army of Darkness, it's all of them. They no. go back to the original story. The, no. the second when you one. See it, when you see it in, in, in Army of Darkness, he's he when he's talking back what happened, he said, My girlfriend Linda and I went to this cabin. That's the second one. No, I'm That's Evil Dead. This too. Podcast, I'm putting it on to show you. Okay. But I'm Evil Dead Two, I'm telling you the beginning of it is where they just go to him and Linda. Yeah. Well Evil Dead Two, yeah, it's just him and Linda and then Annie shows up and the cop and his wife show up. Yeah, but I thought in the end of it in Army of in Darkness Army of in the Darkness, beginning. He, no, in the in Army of Darkness in the beginning he, it's uh Linda's played by Bridget Fonda and he says, My girlfriend Linda and I went out for a romantic getaway. Hmm. I thought that was that, I thought that was the second one. It might have been the second one, but they used it again and they didn't have the sister or Scotty or anybody mentioned. It wasn't a group. Okay. And he didn't even mention anybody coming in and dying. Hmm. He just said the the evil force took Linda and then took his hand. Yeah, they were basically simplifying the story. Yeah, they were simplifying the story, but it was but even to me, if they were simplifying the story, my friends and I went up there and killed them and love of my life. Maybe they didn't have the rights. Man whore. Maybe they didn't have the rights to Scotty and stuff. Yeah, because maybe the actors were like, no. (laughs) Who knows? But anyways, should we get to the actual pricing? Um, are we gonna do that on this one? Do we want to do pricing or do we want to do? pumpkins or donuts or like an actual reviewer thumbs okay. up thumbs down system. however you want to do it it's your your podcast i'm reaching on to mm. <laughs> i got it i'll give it <laughs> I, I will give the remake one and a half look at me's 
And I'll give the original four look at me's out of five. And how many groovies will you give it? <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm going to be changing this every single movie. I'm going to change my rating. Okay. I'm going to change my rating scale to fit the movie. Oh, okay. So, so groovy so this makes sense. Groovy for this one. And then when we do Fright Nights, we'll do it. Um, Welcome to Fright Nights. Yes. Because that's in both movies. Yes. I'm going to so go. That'll be, that'll be a good one. So. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go for the remake. I'm going to give it a... Uh, four, four, We're out of five. I'm not saying out of five. That's I'm not going to say what it's out of. Out of well, I'm not it, saying out of. I'm going to let... You have to give it a... I don't have, need to give it an out of. You need to give it an out of or people are going to, you know... Yeah, I give it a... I give it I give it a five. It's out of a hundred, but it's still got a five. Come on, you have to give them what it's out of. Fine. Let's pick one. What are we going to do? Out of five or out of ten? Well, I think it should be depending on your scale. Whatever scale well, you what create. What scale do you want to do? I'm going to go ahead and do scale for this one. I'm going to go ahead and add it, ten. The scale has to be consistent for each one. It doesn't have this to be rating system can be different. This scale has to be the same. No, because the scale <laughs> it make it make everyone guess what the scale is. <laughs> You're a sadist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, they already know I decently liked it, so I'm gonna say I'm I'm, I'm gonna say uh, the the uh, the remake. I'm gonna give five groovies. The the new the original. I'm gonna give eleven groovies. I wish I knew what was that? Times 50. So I could... Because so <laughs> so I'm going to stick with, with... You're going to stick with... with well, I, well, I'm going to stick. I'm going to change my, my, my things to be out of, uh, you know, look at me to, to groovies. We'll stick with the, the movie concepts. Okay. And since we don't know what it's out of, either way, I'm giving the new one two. <laughs> no matter what it's out of. Yes. I'm sorry. I... I not quite hate, but it was right. It was it was like neighbor to hate. It was close. It was it was groove. It was an e. Yeah. We'll it was it was groove, but it needed an e, and the e comes from came is in the original. I mean, and they were they were trying. They really were. What are you, Evil Dead? What are you doing? My best, and it was. I'll bump it up to a three. It's, I'll it, give it three groovies. It's 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 Evil Dead Junior trying to be trying, trying to be daddy. trying to, trying to be daddy. So I'll give it three groovies, and I it's, since I don't know what it's out of, I will go and give the original seven. Okay. Seven groovies. I was gonna say it's it's little little uh it, it's it's a kid it, playing dress. It's it's got it's 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 goth teenage Evil Dead trying to replicate Daddy. See, Evil Dead. no, I liked it better when it was when it was Baby Evil Dead trying to replicate Daddy Evil. But because I would to... still think Goth Evil Dead would be slightly better. But I would have thought Baby would have added a lot more humor. Would be a lot more of the fart jokes. This wasn't the fart jokes. This is this is depressed. Okay, this is teenager. Okay, this is this is toddler Evil Dead trying to mimic Daddy Evil Dead, not tween Evil Dead because that would have given it more fart jokes and more campy humor, and not goth Evil Dead. You know, teenage awkward years because that would have been on the completely other other side of the scale. It's a baby trying to imitate his father. You know, toddler. You know, you, toddler sees daddy come home. Toddler puts on its big britches and daddy's work boots and stumbles around and and oh, it's adorable to watch. But but I don't give it the baby innocence. It doesn't. It doesn't have the baby well, innocence to me. Of course, it's innocence. It's a horror movie. It's. I I still think it's it's gothic teenage. It's it's you know like I listen to heavy metal and have to be serious. Uh, but gothic teenager twenties. Okay, gothic teenagers. Te- 
but gothic teenagers to young adults are rebelling against their kids. They're not no, tr- or their parents. They're not, they're not trying no, to mimic. They're not parents. mimicking daddy. They're not mimicking daddy now. They're mimicking daddy and well, finding a picture of daddy in his teenage gothic years. Because Evil Dead now is Ash vs. Evil Dead, the humorous, funny guy. This rebelled against that and is acting like daddy I used guess. to be during his gothic opera years. We're not going to agree on what the movie is. <laughs> That's why I don't give it. I don't, I don't give it a rating scale. <laughs> you need to. We need to do. It. We're gonna get letters that they don't have a rating scale. You can and give they it a rating watch scale. this movie. Well, not if you're not gonna follow the rating scale. <laughs> you can give your own rating scale, and they'll follow yours. <laughs> yes, but not that this would happen. But what if they wanted to disagree with me and go on your rating scale? That's why there's two of us. But what if I... But it is the Brian show. But I may, at some point, do at a certain movie, I might say my rating is one out of fish. One out of fish? Yes. Are we doing Jaws eventually? (laughs) Maybe. So people have to guess what that is. People have to guess what that is. They're going to have to. Hey, hey kids, here's a hint. (laughs) Be drunk if you're 21. Under older, we do not we do not we support, do not underage, support drink. underage drinking. Unless you're in your unless you're in Europe and it's eighteen, then you're fine. Yeah, then it's not underage because you're over there. But if you're over here, twenty one, be drunk. Listen to us; we're a lot funnier. Yes, <laughs> the drunker you are, adults only, please. The funnier we are. Yes. So yeah, so the movies next one's Fright Night. Fright Night, um, and then uh, Lost Boys. We were gonna do Lost all Boys. the, and that doesn't have a remake for as sequels, but we are gonna watch all the sequels. Uh, so Corey Feldman, if you are listening, oh god, I, I, can I've, you please send this already, at least a fifty for having to sit through the first sequel? I saw. I already and sat through that first sequel. Yeah, sit through it again. Uh, yeah. Can we just skip to the third one? No, because I, <laughs> I bought them. Corey Feldman, I want reimbursement for that too. He wasn't um, in the second one. Yeah, he was. I thought he wasn't. He's the reason they have sequels. Uh, Corey Feldman needed money. I thought he wasn't in the second one. I thought it was only he was in the third one. He came back in the third no, one. No, I got him right here. He's in both of them. Oh, okay. There's a lot of things I have to prove to you today. Uh, so, thank you. Uh, Fright Night's next week, or two weeks, or however we're doing it. No one said. Uh, it might be that the uh, it, it I think it's every two weeks we're gonna do this opposite of original old and new. Speaking of the original old and new, are you ever gonna post the Florence Fusker Jenkins? Uh, It'll get there. One we did. It'll get there. Since <laughs> you skipped oh, Peregrine. Yeah, I'll put it up at some point. At least I got the other one up. At least you got something up, yes. Um, and if you haven't heard it yet. Take a step to the left to the Rocky Horror Podcast show and listen to our um, uh, viewing party of the remake. The remake. Uh, as of today, it technically we're recording it on Friday. Um, on Saturday, we'll be releasing the video of as the podcast because and probably just the audio by itself in Rocky Horror Podcast show um, of the panel at FanFest. Fan So, yeah. So, all right. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Give us fan mail. We're needy.